ladies and gentlemen, hockey is back. Back. And what I mean by that is I don't mean the Leafs because they're gonna. <laughs> oh jeez. They're gonna break my heart again this definitely. year. Like they do every year in probably some epic way, but um, <laughs> COVID, like we always talk about, is uh, the restrictions are at least lessening on they the pre- island. They say that in October. I'm sorry, I'm fixing my screen. They say in October we'll be uh, we'll be living with COVID, uh, which is a whole other set of rules. So anxious for that to start. Right. Well, that is allowed. I mean, I, I don't know what that means, and it doesn't sound like it sounds like a terrible sitcom. <laughs> but um, so Jeju Island hockey, which for those people who don't know, it's actually quite a popular. I'm surprised by how popular this Facebook group is, and well, relatively popular, right? Right, relatively popular. Ebb, ebb and flow, ebb and flow over the years. Yeah, and they've uh, they're back at it again, and they had their first game last week. Finally weekend. got permission. Yeah, yeah. had their first. Yeah. Is that what they were waiting for, for permission? Well, uh, brother dude, good old Chris, came Uh back to the island and just brought back this massive Uh force of energy Uh uh, that nobody on the island had. And uh, he's been been back home in Canada and playing with his son who's getting older and older. So they've been playing pretty freely in Canada. Uh So he just hit the island and just came back with a force. He was like, we're doing this. Uh He called the rink. He was like... What do we need to do? He got it all taken care of. Lights are on. Uh. Everything's ready. First pickup game happened last week. Second pickup game this Saturday. And it's an impressive ring, considering... Oh, considering it's just a freebie, yeah. And, and it's, it's an Jeju outside. Island, yeah. and nobody plays hockey. Yeah. Surprisingly, a lot of kids play roller hockey. Now? No, well, not COVID, but uh-huh. I live right next to the the stadium and the rink, right. and constantly uh, there's teams out there doing roller hockey, especially the kids. Oh, that's interesting, because yeah. I, I mean, when we got here, we're, we always saw when we got here, when we got here, things were so different, <laughs> but I'm assuming that rink was actually there then, too, because it's a huge sports complex. Massive. It, it seems like it's been a part of that for quite some time now, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And actually, you posted this. I didn't know about this. Brinksome Hall is looking for... For an right. operator for the rink, right? Like they're sending out tenders Finally. for that. Finally, you know that's that rink down in uh that that school has been there since they built that school. I toured every, it. Yeah, I, yes, I, I toured yes. it when when the school before the school was open for an article. Exactly. And it's a beautiful rink. Beautiful rink. Right, and the reason why that's kind of exciting is because like the plan, at least back then, was that because it's a Canadian, it's a Toronto school, it's from my whole town, exactly. and they are known exactly. for hockey. These and exactly. they want them to play hockey but right. who are they going to play against nobody well, i think maybe people from seoul just like the football teams do no the, and when i say football for uh, the american listeners the soccer teams right they you know they'll get a couple international schools that'll travel down but uh, god only knows but anyways it's so, exciting so this may be old information but this is from my interviews oh. i did back then the yeah. plan like five years ago when they opened was was and in the canadian spirit it was to Give, 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 give equipment to the local high school girls at the local high schools. Oh, so that they could come and practice and play? So they would have a league to play with on Jeju. So it would be like other high schools on Jeju. Very, very cool. Which would be very cool if that actually happens. And not only that, though, like they, you know, dedicated practice times and stuff like that seems like a lot of organizing, which is, I'm sure... All to be figured out. Very fun, though, hey? And uh, But also, very like, 
to have yeah. a rink like that's got it that's yeah. so expensive like, i know i really expensive yeah to operate yeah. and to do but it's i mean it's a private school but it's it's really but it's still. jage's first of like actual hockey rink yeah, i wonder how many people can skate at that school like if it's going to be like starting at the basis of like let's just put the skates on uh-huh. and get out onto the ice and can, see what happens can you skate yes but not well <laughs> Well, and it's also been how many years now? I think the last yeah. time I skated was in Denver, Colorado. They do like these little rinks or in wintertime. Uh-huh. And that was probably, so, I mean, what has that been like 10 years? Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. What, what I just I... went roller, not rollerblading, roller skating mm. um, in the rink here in the city. That was really hard. Like really hard. Uh-huh. I forgot how bad it hurts your shins i yeah i did that recently with aurora i took aurora you took oh i bet she's like a little whiz no she can't she's like she couldn't figure it out i just had to like i had to carry her right well they like, have that little um uh she's still too young she's, oh okay she's she still can't too do young okay. though the feet just kind of come out from under um, well but, you're about to go to canada throw her on that ice in the winter time oh, we, plan see what happens. Go, we plan to go skating hopefully the i mean the the lake won't be frozen by then but yeah. um, because we're Throw going in November and December. But yeah. <laughs> in case yeah. anyone's wondering, Aurora is his daughter. Yeah. Youngster. We're not just going to go throwing around people and grandmothers. No. People we don't own. <laughs> people yeah. that we don't, we're not related to. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll just stick to throwing people that we we know and so, love. So that's cool. And I, I brought my, my Jeju Islander jersey hey! This was the very first one ordered mm-hmm. by the way very first you, one ordered. i have one of those two in my bedroom if i had known we could have just been on screen in the heat of the not fall yeah and we could have been wearing these sweltering and sweating Swelter. buckets it's so and... hot dude jeju <laughs> is a f- not in fall we are not finished with summer i was on the beach on last uh sunday monday i don't sure. even know yeah. uh, sweating 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 our, our teacher ju young she's constantly posting about yeah. swimming and diving yeah. and practicing not, snorkeling. not swimming right now. The beach was packed too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, anyways. Uh, well, we have a like a another great episode as we always do. The quality <laughs> is always like <laughs> top notch. But uh, okay. we have another uh, song from Yang Jong Won today to use so in our Jeju. Awesome, right? Yeah, for our Jeju dialect. He's been. Really had some good, cool ideas. Yeah, we've been blessed with his like with the access to his like calendar for this. So hopefully we right. can keep it going. Yeah. Um, but and and we'll get to that in a little bit. But our our number our our big story for today is something that is going on that broke this morning when I was looking for information. So it's always better when it breaks before the show than after. Um, you have pets, right? You got mm-hmm. some cats, some kittens. I have a cat, and I'm a constantly fostering little bastard kittens. Yeah, why do you do that? <laughs> That's a, why do I do that? Because it's a lot of work. I don't know. I have a soft heart. And yeah. and as much as my cat hates it, she's really, she's like a good foster aunt. Like, she really takes care of the kittens, and she teaches them social skills. So, I don't know. We're a good team, she and I. But I don't okay. know why I do it. Yeah, I got I, them away, and my heart breaks all the time. I and, know. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's so not. What, what's the what's the news? Cause okay. you be- <laughs> yeah, I have a dog too. But um, well, before we get to the part about pets, uh, what do you know about JJ horses? Not a whole lot. I I do teach a student that uh, her dad is the racetrack dude, and he breeds the race racehorses. And I know there's a racetrack on JJ. <laughs> Stop it open. Have you of COVID. ever been? 
No, I don't. Not to, not to cause controversy, but I am really against horse racing. So. Oh, interesting. But, yeah, I think it's really. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. this is going to be. Um, let's put a warning here, okay? Okay. <laughs> let's put a warning here because this may be may be somewhat triggering. Okay. Um, but so Jeju is known for their horses, right? Like we have these small, tiny horses that are like no more than 117 centimeters. Uh, They're the only ones that are allowed to actually run at the racetrack too. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Which is why my student status. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Even more sense. Okay. (laughs) And some, one of the facts that I learned is that Jeju has more than 50% of all horses in Korea. Oh, right. So there's 27,000 horses in Korea, and Jeju has more, like about 15,000 of them. Jeez. Here? Yeah, in Jeju, 15,000 horses. Did, is that a statistic you got today? Because I'm shocked. Yeah, that, I mean, that is one I got today. Yeah. Holy but, moly. And so what's been going on is have you ever had horse meat? I don't, we should just, just keep going with <laughs> My probing questions. I, I love horse get... meat. I, I've had it a couple of times. I find it yeah. very delicious. Um, probably, it's, it's weird. It's very controversial, especially for people back home. Like you can go to like an exotic food market sure. and they'll have like alligator and kangaroo in front of you, but the horse will be kept in the back where you have to yeah. ask for it because... Yeah. White people, people don't like eating horse. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> but which brings us to what's happening now. So the Jeju government has like this five-year plan to revolutionize to like, they always have these plans. These five-year exactly. Plans. I was thinking, Daryl, I was like, why is he bringing up yet another five-year plan? At this point, I'm just like, this is ridiculous. This, this Wait, second going to five-year gonna... plan. All right, hit me, hit me. Okay, so they're going to revolutionize. Okay, I started laughing at that part. Go ahead. The horse industry on Jeju, right? Okay. And to do stuff with it, to try to get more, like, you know, for the local people and the economy and diversify, diversify, diversify. Okay. Right? And this hmm. is the second five-year plan they have for horses. The last one wasn't so successful. This one ends in 2023. And okay, so we part... got two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better get on it. Part of the plan is to build a factory where they take the retired racehorses and turn them into pet food. Okay. Wow. This is the plan that was recently announced because they've been working on it. They've had... Jobs, jobs, jobs. Okay. But I didn't realize how many horses they retire a year. It's like 1,500 horses. That, obscene, like, which is why I'm against horse racing. Like, yeah. if you want to do what you want to do, but people mm. are like, no, it's humane. The yeah. people riding them love the horses. They take such good care of them. I'm mm. like, yes, while they're winning. Yeah. And then yeah. when they're not winning. So even, even not when they're winning, I, I, w- I yes. would say, right? Exactly. So, so wow. They're so, going to turn, the, the, oh. the plan is to make a pet, uh, like a premium pet food factory on Jeju where they take these 1,500 retired horses a year and, like, thank you for entertaining us. Come this way. 
keep keep entertaining us. Yeah, uh, but for pets and animals and things like that. Well, it's not shocking. Everyone out there that's a little bit surprised by this, uh, food, pet food in general has always had horse meat in it, unless oh. you specifically go and you shop differently or mm. you make your own pet food. So horse meat becoming pet food is not a shocker. It's just the fact that Jeju is like, well, let's – well, they're creating jobs. I'm right. going to go with that. That's a very positive spin. But like, job- somebody was like, the pet food live- industry has grown exponentially in Korea recently, right? Absolutely, because people are honestly having pets now for the first time in all this time. You know, like yeah. dogs are coming inside, not just chained mm-hmm. up outside. And yeah, yeah. So but like- where, where is this supposed to be going? I'm super curious. I don't- lucky neighborhood. How <laughs> bad? I actually I didn't mention where it would be. It's because like, the pet food industry in Korea is like a five trillion won business right now, right? So and they're like, and they're like, not domestic. That's not no, domestic, it's just right? Import. I know, I know. And the people who are like have the jindos that are like parked at their farms, they're not going to be feeding the. They get the scraps from their meals. Exactly. exactly. These are going to be like the people if, in Seoul. Not to be mm-hmm. shitty. What? If they're fit at all. Sorry. I'm yeah. so negative about this. Well, yeah. I lived I lived right outside a uh, dog. Denver is Denver. And then right outside of Denver, it was a big dog meat factory down one of the highways. And so about two miles out on a bad day, you'd be driving past, you know, and you mm. you, you start to smell it. Yeah. And then you really smell it. And then you could smell it like maybe, a, you know, a kilometer, two mm. miles again past it and it's a it's a it's a it's a smell well are you are you, are you familiar with jeju's history with like horse racing and issues with PETA and all that kind of stuff because this story no no, no not at all okay so this no, story i didn't know it was controversy the, the reason why it became big was because like there was like nine local like um hum- Human, humane rights, animal rights people that sent a letter uh-huh. saying, "Okay, um, don't do this. It's cruel uh-huh. and and unusual." And the points they brought up was one: don't kill the animals; it's abuse, especially after the abuse they came through. And two, they're right. injected with some two hundred like drugs and hormones as racehorse, like racehorses. Sure. They're definitely not drug-free animals while yeah. they're racing, yeah. And some of those drugs are not fit for human consumption, and some of them are connected to illnesses in dogs. Oh, my. So this is their arguments against it. It was actually, like, well, like, it wasn't Yeah, well-researched, well pre- mm, Or overly It wasn't, emotional. like, an emotional argument. It was a, yeah, okay. Yeah, and so, but it's interesting because, like, the first thing I came in touch with this was in 2019 and 2020 when Jeju and the Korean horse like race authority made headlines when PETA did like undercover investigations <laughs> on Jeju, which is the Korea's was Korea's largest um, farm, like slaughter, horse oh. slaughter place. And oh. it was amazing work. They pinpointed horses and they said, you know, that one came from Australia and that one won these races. Or is related to this like suit horse there because they can they have markings and things on them. Sure, so of course. They were identifying the different horses that were slaughtered on Jeju. Oh my! And this is disturbing. So everyone, take a moment, be warned. Um, two people Jeez. were charged with illegally killing the horses because what they had done was killed the horses in front of each other, which is against the law in Korea. Oh, you're not allowed oh. to do that. S- Okay. You, you, so, so they put the horse down, 
but they did it in front of other horses. Yeah, which is illegal because the horses have feelings and emotions and they're sentient well, beings. they can recognize, yeah. Yeah, so they got fined, Jesus. I think, the two people got fined like uh, 5 million won each for wow. the two people. Yeah. I have no... Con- this was just in... 2020? 2020, so just last year. Yeah, because oh. it's... and But like, these horses come from... Had raced like in the Kentucky Derby, you know, had raced they're in... being shipped here and then killed, or they're being killed and then shipped. No, sorry, this is really ship, horrible. Shipped, shipped to Jeju here. and, and then, then slaughtered at Jeju's horse slaughtering farm. This is fascinating. Why wouldn't they just kill them in their own country? I okay. Well, maybe because people get really upset there if you kill uh, the Kentucky Derby horse. Because of the Western country. Oh, they're like thoroughbreds that come from and. and and, and Jesus. they're just used here for meat, like at the restaurants and stuff. Uh, of course. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of, okay. Wow. <laughs> Is that too much? So much it froze. <laughs> so I'm really glad I threw that out there at the beginning. That is uh, un- very unfortunate. Yeah. So we'll, I'd like to, like, we'll see where this goes. It's just interesting to me that the people who come up with these five-year plans were like, Let's take the horses and turn them into pet food. I mean, uh, here, here uh, Jeju is in desperate need for jobs, for sure, and t- to provide local economy. So one hand, I, you know, like a plan that provides jobs and seems to have like a thing. On the other hand, what a, what a, what a job to have, I, uh, you know? Wow. I, I am with you now more than I was before against horse yeah. racing. I never yeah. really thought about it, right? Yeah. Like it's just a, but Based on what happened cool. in California last year with all those ho- like racehorses dying. Yep. And. Yep. Well, the, the, the horse track has been a long, uh, long standing fun activity for the foreigners to go to because Koreans can't bet, mm-hmm. but foreigners can. And then there's like a section for foreigners to sit in. And it's been a long, long, long standing activity where, you know, everyone will be like, let's go to the horse race, you know, this Saturday. Yeah. And you know, 30 foreigners will go hang out. So um, mm-hmm. and I've just never. Yeah. So, so one that's, place that Koreans can bet though. Koreans are allowed to yes, gamble there. Yes. And, in in certain sections. It's really interesting. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's it's a business. It's a serious business. And as yeah. a foreigner, I was never allowed to sit with everyone else. You get no. ushered to this high box room. Exactly. You foreigners have to stay, which is also at first I heard like people are like, Oh, we feel so special. And then you're like, wait a minute. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'm not special. Maybe we're just being shoved to the side. Yeah. I only betted like Obegwan, like 500. Oh, like, yeah. I, did, I never like the most serious bet I made was a buck, like Chunan or Ochan. Like it's not for me. No. I like, uh, yeah, I'm not a huge gambler, like, but when I go, I enjoy, like, the fun of it, but I, I very rarely go to, like, a casino or something, but when I mm-hmm. do, it's fun, and then uh, the next day, I'm like, well, damn, that was a whole waste of tequila money. Yeah, yeah, especially here, since I doubt they give you free alcohol when you play. In the casinos? In, in Korea here, yeah. Oh, they definitely do, not during times of COVID, but mm. uh, definitely casinos still do, like, you can, yeah. I've never been to a Korean casino, and I... I oh, you I, should go. In, in one hand, it's weird. Mm. On the other hand, it's fun, uh, you know, and mm. having free whiskey and Cokes never hurts anyone. <laughs> <laughs> My liver may beg to differ, but... Uh, cheers. Uh, yeah, cheers. <laughs> now, it's, it's time for us uh, getting okay. the message from our producer. 
it's time for us to get going to Jeju Dialect Corner with Ju Young Hen. Heck yeah! It's come to that time where we all get nestled and quiet and get ready to learn about the wonders, the magic, the majestic words of Jeju Satori with our teacher, Ju Young Han. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this is my NPR voice. Uh, so it's, it's so dramatic. Yeah. It's, too, it's it's very very dramatic. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, it's not even. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could do it again. <laughs> I could do something different. Yeah, yeah let's keep going. <laughs> okay, Juju, so, how are you? Juju, how you doing? Um, <laughs> I'm like, doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, just a little bit uh, exhausted because you know, like I just started uh, working out. So, but it's feels good. Yay! <laughs> Fit for the winter time. All right, I like it. What are you doing? Are you, you doing yoga, trampolining, what? Uh, yeah, I, I go uh, swimming in the morning. Uh-huh. Of course. Um, yeah, and then I do yoga twice a week mm. and, you know, Ooh. like, and do some um, cardio twice a week as well. So You're doing it. Yeah. You're doing it. All right. Yeah. So, okay. how was your exhibition? Oh, it was it was good actually. Yeah, like a lot a lot of people went there and saw it and said really great things about it. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it was a little bit short. I think it was only like less than two weeks. So yeah. people were you know like asking like why you do it like for short period of time. You know why don't you do it like longer? Things like that. So we are thinking about doing it again, not at the same place, but somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I unfortunately I wanted to come. I tried to come, but I couldn't. I just couldn't make it. I mean, with a kid and stuff, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But I really. Oh, yeah, I know. She's she's disgruntled with but me. But show off the box. Yeah, uh, that's right here. It's a lovely box. It's great. It's oh, really thank nice. you. My daughter really liked it. And she drew all <laughs> over it. The second I turned around, she drew. I was able to get it off. I was able to get it off. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Hey, there's a good advertisement. Parents, right there. <laughs> if your kids want to draw on it, we can clean it right off. Uh, it's a lovely box. I'm so glad I got them. We got five of them. Um, One is, one is yours, Alexis. And one of them is we are going to give away to our contest winner. Remember, last week, nope, a month ago, three weeks ago. Yes, we don't know. We had a contest to, and whoever heard our secret word, which was Jakey Jakey Hapsa, and can email it to us, message us in any way, spell it correctly to be entered into a raffle. And the winner of this box is am, am I gonna say it yes Kim da so su I, I didn't write down <laughs> I don't know who won the rap what are these what are you doing right now I know I know I actually had it I, we, we talked about this beforehand and I'm like <laughs> Kim Yuda, what am I doing? Kim Yasu, <laughs> Kim Yuda, you are the proud. So 
owner of one of these boxes. Thank you so much for all those who participated. We'll be doing another one. We have another one to give away. We'll figure out what the next contest is. These are fun. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was really exciting. Um, and so now, now it's on to our lesson. School us in the ways teach of Juju Satori. Teach us, master. So uh, I was thinking, like, uh, because, you know, of the song uh, about, you know, like, how to say, um, how to call, mm. call, how to call uh, animals in Jeju dialect. I think one of them, like, you have to know if you are living on Jeju Island, which is Dosegi. 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 Yeah. Now, now, before we get too far, this is the song. Dongmul irem nore hamang nore nolge. Let's play, yeah. yeah. Let's play. Let's let's singing, sing. Let's say, yeah, singing a song. Nolge is play. Yeah. Let's sing the animal names. Yeah, friend. Uh, friend. That's a really cute song, I think. It is. Yeah. It is. Mr. Yeah. Yang. Now, so what is this song about? Explain it to me. Explain us. Explain to us what the song is before we get to our lesson. Well, it's not uh, much to explain. It's just oh. like saying, you know, like my sister in Jeju, like Jeju dialect. Uh-huh. This one, you know, right. piggish. This one and um, dog and you know, cat and things right. like that. So it's not about like economic like or social dialect? strife no. that <laughs> permeates through Jeju society. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to me, to me, it just—it's like a children's song, and it's a—it's a really good practice song if you want to just practice your accent mm. and you want to practice your Jeju satori. It's—it's a good—it's a good practice song. So, what is the word again? It's dosegi. Dosegi, yummy. Dosegi. Now, yeah, peak. What? Why? Uh, do you know anything about the Jeju pig? Because Jeju's have their own pigs, right? Like they're black pigs. <laughs> That's what makes them famous. Yes. Even yes. though they uh, taste exactly the same as regular tastes pigs. Exactly the same. <laughs> but but, <they're> ch- <laughs> but let's not run down the market on Jeju black pigs, you know, because that's a that's a that's pretty a penny for Jeju. Yeah. yeah, that's a tourist yeah. trap. But so. Yeah. What is special uh, about yeah. JJ? Let pigs? me let me tell you a really funny story. Yes. So here's the thing. So you know, like you guys must know a uh, famous Jeju, you know, traditional Jeju toilet, you know, like uh people go number one or number two uh directly into the pig pan, right? And like, whenever you go, pigs run in, you know, under you, you know, and then try to <laughs> Be the first one to catch it. Yeah, yeah. eat whatever you are. So, so to so to to paint Religion. the picture a little bit better. Yeah, uh, a yeah. Little more the, the traditional, traditional bathrooms. Yeah. yeah, the traditional bathrooms. First of all, are outside. Yes. And they are a ledge that sits up over uh, a, a pen, the animal pen, and then there's a hole in the floor over the pig pen and then you do your business there. And then what Juju was saying is the 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 piggy pigs. Will uh, vibe who's the lucky run, you know, under you, you know, what and try to get whatever you are releasing, right? So one guy was attacked 
and lost his one of his ball. So, you know, people always say, you know, guard your balls. <laughs> you know, you have to, you need a stick, you know, to scare away, you know, those pigs. Oh my God. So, so what oh. about the other rest of us humans that do not have our <laughs> organs, sexual organs on the outside of our body? What Do they need a stick or are they just fine? Oh. I think they are fine. Yeah, yeah. we we are safe. Yeah. <laughs> Just like... yeah. Other other people are. Yeah. So that's... if you ever saw a man with a stick in the olden days, you'd be like, ah, oh, he's going to he's going to defecate. The bathroom. He's going to the toilet. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like my I asked my mom about it. You know how you know how was it? And she she said like as a child she was scared, so she always like take uh, took a stick with her. You know whenever he. She ran the children. Imagine mm-hmm. in the middle of the night just being like, I, you know, I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Not only are you going outside in the Jeju dark, especially back mm-hmm. then, right? Then yeah. you're climbing up these rickety stairs to your <laughs> toilet, you know, your your toilet, and then you're dropping trowel over a bunch of pigs that are coming at you. Well, that is just nightmare inducing material. Imagine if you didn't know though. Right? Like you're a foreigner, you're on Jeju, they're like, the bathroom's out there, it's night, <laughs> and you just hear <laughs> coming up underneath like, you. You oh. know, like in at night, we had um, a small, some kind of um, urine pot yeah. inside yeah, like pot. house. So I, I think people try not to go, you know, number two during the night, I guess, mm-hmm. or just go to a um, garden. You know, went to garden and, you know, you so, everything. Jeju, Jeju has a lot. I don't know if it's Jeju or if it's Korea in general, but Jeju has a lot of um, myths about poo. And, you know, like if you dream about. Oh, no, I, I don't think it's uh, only about Jeju. It's like so it's all in general. In, yeah, or in Asia. Korea. I mean, the, you, or Asia. Yeah, really, yeah. 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 Right. The, There's a lot if of- you see peaks or if you poop a lot of. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> or, or if you see, yeah, fire, you know, things yep. like that. They are yeah, like. Uh, of, it means it has different meanings mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. dreams and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah Andrew, ladies, okay. Do I need to remind nice. both of you that this is a family show? You guys are over there <laughs> cursing like sailors. I have to remind everybody. No. no. Listen, it's such a funny topic. I did a tour when I first moved here. I went to like one of the, I don't even know anymore because JTU is, you know, so changed, but there was this. Um, you know, Jeju Village, you could go and tour. And they 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 explained exactly where the toilets were. That was mm. the first time I heard that. And I'm like, oh, my, okay. That, yeah. that was an experience. Well, the two things that I've heard is that, one, that's why the pigs are black. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. And two, that's why they're so delicious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who, who Who's talking about the children's show now? <laughs> so... I actually interviewed my father-in-law about oh. defecating with, over, pigs? over the pig stand. I, I was contacted by somebody who was doing, uh, a friend of mine who used to live on the island, he was doing a radio program for NPR, and he was talking about cultures and poop. And so he's like, can I talk to you? And so I talked to him about pooping in Korea, I guess. And I, But I'm like, you know what, I don't. <laughs> I don't do that, right? Like that's not. <laughs> that's all. I'm, 
you're like it's not happening now some maybe ever it's like it's beside like it's other people but i interviewed <laughs> so i'm like you know what my, my father-in-law might know about this so i go and interview him and he told me this story about when he was young because this wasn't that long ago that people used these toilets no yeah. Honestly, my landlord still there's outside toilets in my whole my mine is a very the old one, old old neighborhood in mm-hmm. in Korea mm-hmm. in JJ sorry and every single house on my block and the two blocks over all have outside toilets. Mm-hmm. And I had I had I had one when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. right. Not peace, but yeah, just like outside toilets. <laughs> so that's just a, like a reminder for our listeners yeah. that this is not so far yeah. away, but sorry, Daryl, to cut you off, go ahead. No, 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 no need to apologize. So um, he was much better at explaining the story to me, but he told me once about like going to the, like he was a little kid and he was he was quite scared. He had to go to the bathroom at night. And the, right? the thing that happened to him and he had to be worried about was when you go to the bathroom on top of them, what are they going to do? What do dogs do when they get wet? Oh. Oh, no. No. Is this? So no. my father-in-law, like a wee one, one night went to the bathroom, and he came back just covered. Because oh. it was, the pigs were, like, underneath fighting, and they. Shook it up. They, they sprayed. Oh. Oh. And. And the way my father-in-law tells is so much more like it's, it's oh, hilarious the way he does it. Right? Very animated the yeah. story. Yeah, and he has I'm so much sure. joy telling it too. Daryl, it recorded somewhere just for possible, you know, like for you and your daughter and your. Do you have that recorded? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I might be able to find that because um, the radio yeah. program said they did not want that as part of the. <laughs> It's just like, let's have this conversation about a little child being covered in poo. Uh-huh. But one thing that just occurred to me, you know, especially you're in such a unique position with the equipment and then a doc, you should really start making files, just short clips of all these like stories about Jeju that's directly from your in-laws, man. Uh-huh. What a cool, what a cool thing to pass down to your children and your children's children, yeah. you know? Yeah. Give me more work. Thanks, Alexis. Yes. <laughs> Give me more work. Let's let's go back to the lesson. Yeah. Juju. So when we're going to a restaurant, can we order it? And by saying that? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Hukdoseki. Yeah. So there's you can see a lot of like uh signs, uh yeah. restaurants named uh Hukdoseki oh. or yeah. Those tourist restaurants, especially, they're not just black pork, right? They're gonna do all all kinds of pork. So you would want to specify that you're looking for black pork. Yeah. Okay. What does hukdo mean then? Like hukdoji. Like you see that everywhere in like regular Korean. Hook. Yeah, hook is black. So in... dosegi or dosegi is pig. So hook dosegi. Hook hook. Because uh, I just know like gaman sack or. Um, oh, sok-tan. I think it's. Uh... Uh, Chinese ah. origin, yeah. So yeah, of course. Cook back is you know like black and white. Okay. Cook back, yeah. Oh, thank okay. you for explaining that. I never knew. I I know what like hook. I knew what it meant. I knew it meant black pig, but I wasn't sure where sure. it came from or whatnot. Where it came so, from, yeah. So dosegi, and you said there's different ways that people pronounce it too. Some people say dokzegi uh, too. Oh, with the. Okay, with the K-ish, yeah. the G-K mm-hmm. in your throat. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Dosegi, dokusegi. Yeah, same thing. Right, and then 
Gamon. Gamon? Gamon. Gamon. Gamon Doksegi. Gamon is the black one. So it'd be like, Samchun, Ian Bun, Gamon Doksegi, Alma Mashim. Gamon Doksegi. Mm, I got a, I got, I got the numbers in the wrong yeah. place, but you're still showing off, though. I like it. Good job, good job, student. You, sh- you might as well start bringing Juju an apple every week. Yeah. Brown noser. Yeah. Talking about brown nose. Talking about you. Hey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we'll, I'm, I'm gonna try this. I mean, I don't really go to black pig restaurants much. And you, once I figured out that it tastes the same, I'm just like, yeah, anyways. What, what you... I, I, my Korean friends believe, not all of my Korean friends, but most of my Korean friends do believe that it does have a different taste. What do you think? Well, Juju, you didn't, you're not a meat eater. I haven't, yeah, I haven't eaten like for six years, so I don't know. Oh, I didn't know you were a vegetarian. Wow. Good for, good for I'm you. going vegan now, for now. So. Oh, Yay! Ooh. Taking the next step up. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm, I can last, though. Wow. Yeah. Who's going to be a lean surfing machine after the end of this winter? So, can, can we get you to say them one more time for us, Gio? Tosegi. 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 What about the, with the black, with the word black? Perfect. Thank you so much. That's a little fun. Thank you very much for sharing that story with us. And uh, a little potty mouth on both of you. This is why Juju and I are such good friends. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, so yet another really cool episode with Juju, hey? Yeah, no, yeah. It was, uh, I'm trying to come up with a pun with poop, but it's not coming. No, to no me. more. We don't need any more poop jokes. Oh, I think I'm gonna we have so many poop jokes for you. I, so <laughs> many. I have so many dad jokes. It's gonna be horrible. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was one of the funnest episodes. That was just fun. I we're we're really starting to get a rhythm with our uh, with our online classroom. Hey. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think it's coming along nicely. Ju uh, Young is fantastic. You know, so I'm really glad. She's, she's such a- Teacher, I'm really enjoying it. She just comes prepared, and she's mm. so she just talks so freely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not like not like our other teacher. Hey, no. <laughs> we, uh, no, I just it's just going well. I, I think we're really finding our rhythm finally with the with the classes. So yeah. it's good. It's good. It, yeah, and we also have a really good interview coming up. Hey. Yes. Yes, we do. Saying hey. Hey. I say that. I I I dread re-listening to our uh, to our podcasts uh-huh. sometimes because all I hear is all the like the. I'll, I'll say something again and again and again, and then the next episode it'll be a whole nother thing that I'll say again and again and again. It's really weird how that works. It's much better than you don't say like, so we're fine as long as. There was a time in my life that I used to say that a lot, like a lot. Oh, <laughs> Did really? you see that? I think becoming a teacher has kind of. I've had to change my. I don't even know how to say that, like just my style of talking. So it's interesting. I listened to a podcast a long time ago and they look, it was a whole hour dedicated to the use of the word like, and it's not just a, it's not just a filler word. It actually serves a purpose when it's being used. And like, there's a grammatical purpose. It's fascinating. You just said it like there's a grammatical purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It I, is. It is. Yeah, I have to listen to that sometime. It's 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 really interesting. But yeah, we have a, a very uh, interview with La Yan Un. La Yan U, I believe his name. No, Yan U. I've been saying it 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, La Yanu. Who, yeah, this is going to be really interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm psyched about it. We're going to be talking about um a, a lot of, about him, his life, and immigration because mm-hmm. he works with the Naomi Center. Is that correct? Works, yep, works with refugees, mm-hmm. uh, immig- foreign immigrants, and and does various works throughout the island. Yeah, perfect. Okay, let's go to that now. So, me, you, and Jeju has a really fun guest tonight. I've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks now. For our long-term listeners and the people that have been on Jeju for uh, a long while now, our guest is Ahmed, but now he goes under the name Yanu. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So, uh, I've known Ahmed now, I guess, maybe, what do you think, 10 years? Um, yeah, it's been Probably. 10 years, like, uh, yeah, from 2012, I think. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. the year I, I met you up in uh, the city, and we've been friends ever since. It's so glad to, I'm so glad yeah. to have you on the show. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me. I, I love the show. Oh, thanks, thanks for coming on. And thanks yeah. thanks for being here with us. It's, uh, yeah. it's great to have you here. You, um, for those who don't know, you, you're also with the Naomi Center, which is uh, mm-hmm. d- helps with the resettlement of refugees and immigrants on the island is that correct is that a proper way to say yes it? uh yeah yeah naomi center like used to be uh like before only for like mar- uh, international marriage people mm-hmm. so after the yemenis uh, people came they op- they like add the new uh, section for like refugees and then mm-hmm. they hired me and then we've been working like for all kind of cases uh connected mm-hmm. to the foreigners yeah it's been uh, it's been uh, it's been a journey to watch it. We'll we'll get into it more more later on the podcast. But it's been a pleasure watching. Na- I'm going to say this wrong because uh, Naomi Center. Um, it's been yeah. a pleasure watching how they've really opened the doors and have just considerably generously given uh, to the residents here. So mm-hmm. that'll be a, it's going to be a fun fun show. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- but. Go ahead, Daryl, please. No, I was just going to leave with what you were saying. You, your name mm. used to be Ahmed. Is that correct? Yeah, my birth name is Ahmed. Uh, like, I changed it after I got the grand nationality. So oh. it's uh, Yanu. Yanu. And, what did, yeah. and, and, uh, and tell our listeners, what does that mean? Why did you choose that name? It's a cool story. Um, well, my, I told you my birthday is Ahmed. And mm-hmm. the family name is Laba Bidi. So mm-hmm. I took the La and then... Uh, the La will be my last Korean name. So uh-huh. it's be La Yonu. Yeah. The La uh, is, of course, Jeju La. It's like uh, connected to Jeju because I lived here. Like I got mm-hmm. the nationality here, so they connected to Jeju. And the Yon is uh, the, I think it's the wideness. Mm-hmm. And the U, it's like uh, the king mm-hmm. or something like connected to the king. So uh-huh. yeah, there's a places you go and you can uh, pay them money so they can. Uh, connect you the name with your birthday and yes. stuff. So, yes. Yeah. It's very so cool. Yeah. What, yeah. That's how I get the name. Oh, so you went yeah. to a fortune teller? Yes. Oh, very fun. Why not? Why not? He's completely <laughs> he's completely adopted the JG ways at this point. Yeah. Yeah. May, may I ask where you like where are you from before you came to JG? Well, uh, I was born in in Syria, and then uh, I got to Jeju in 2012. Mm-hmm. You were quite uh, young then too, Ahmed. How old were you? Yeah. You were you were a baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm 29 now. I'm 28 mm-hmm. actually. Uh, mm-hmm. 29 Korean age. Uh, I think I was 18. Something. Yeah, 17, wow. 18. I think yeah. the first time I met yeah. you. Yeah. And then yeah, I came here, applied for refugee, mm-hmm. and then got the humanitarian status, of course. 
um, then live until now and then mm-hmm. apply for nationality. And then, yeah, I got it. It was, you make it sound so, you know, so um, easy, but uh, for our listeners, you, it was really, really a difficult time for you. I remember yeah. the, constantly you were going before immigration and presenting and right. I mean, it was, um, it was a, it's, a mess. It was like really long term. I mean, um, yeah. like uh, as a Syrian who lives, like I'm the only Syrian who is on Jeju. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the immigration like uh, always watch like feel like always they are watching me. Like, yep. uh, I, I got like harassment by the police. They used Why to come here. Yeah, they yeah, used to they come used into to come, the like, restaurants. To my workplace. Yep. They, they, were, mm-hmm. they used to come to my house just they to check saw, on me. Yep. I mean, and they would ask yeah, other so, foreigners about you, what we knew about you. I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a thing mm-hmm. because for our listeners, this was well before the Yemeni refugees uh, settled on the island. So really. Uh, Yanu was one one of the first that like started paving the very bumpy path with immigration yeah. here. Yeah, and like yeah, I had to deal with the immigration, especially like for mm-hmm. visa something yep. stuff. I mean, especially there's no Syrian embassy here in Korea, so right. like uh, my passport expired, and then here they need a passport to give you a visa, but there's no embassy to renew the passport. Right. <laughs> so it- I had to deal with the with the immigration many times. Uh, I had to, I had to like to deal with the police many times. Mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now, yeah, it's, it's got better actually much better. Um, yeah. yeah after, <clears throat> after that, like a hard time, I got the dream that I'm going to become a Korean citizen mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I keep focus on that. And then, uh, thankfully I got it recently. Mm-hmm. And you worked really hard for that. We shouldn't diminish. I mean, you studied a lot, uh, a lot, a lot. You studied to to be able to have this achievements. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I studied like I studied too much. I studied like too much history, too much law, too much. Yeah. Everything. And so, how long now have you officially been? What has it been like a year and a half or more? Uh, Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's that's a huge. How did you get to Jeju, if you don't? Um, well, that's a question I get a lot. I mean, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. So at first, when I arrived to Korea to Incheon Airport, um, my brother was here actually in Korea before me. Mm-hmm. So I contact him at that time. Okay, I arrived to Korea. Where should I go? Because yeah, I arrived to Korea. And I have nobody here, so I had to meet my brother. So I called him. I arrived. So where should I go? And then he said. I'm in place named Jeju. I didn't know that it's an island actually. Mm. So I, at that time right. there was a flight. There was there was a flight. If if you if you remember or not, like from Incheon to Jeju. Right now they oh, stop it. Oh yeah, they, that's they, right. They it used to be a direct yeah, flight. Yeah. So, right, right. Yeah. So I got the direct flight from Incheon directly to Jeju, and mm. then I meet my brother, stayed with him a while, and then he left. He left the Jeju to the to the mainland, and I just stayed until mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and, and you were still of... the only Syrian on on the island. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. actually, I recently when when I got last year when I got the nationality, I uh, sometimes I enter like um, the immigration website, so they tell you how many nationalities here in Jeju. Oh, okay. Before before it showed like Syria one, now it's zero. <laughs> Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! That's that gave me like goosebumps. That's yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's really that's really cool. That's really neat. Well, so yeah. 
you know, like back in the day, I mean, a lot of people, you, you definitely became like a little brother to, you know, you were kind of adopted into a bunch of different families per se. And you were like a little brother to a lot of people on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, your experience here, has that led to your, you know, how, so let, let me just rephrase that. Now you're working with such a cool organization that really just does so much for refugees or immigrants that are in need or, you know, that have some, some problems. Is, how did you stumble upon this job? Is it because of your history here? What happened that made you take on this, you know, this position? Um, yeah, well, it's, um, mm, so when the Yemenis people came, Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I was like processing, processing with my um, nationality at the immigration. Right, so, that's right. Yeah, so I'm kind of famous inside the immigration, so everyone knows me. <laughs> Inf- infamous, yeah. yes, right, yeah, especially yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Especially, I, I was the only Syrian here, and now I'm getting nationality, so they really focus a lot. Yes. At that time, I, I was working at the coffee shop. Uh, as a barista at the coffee shop. So I went to the immigration to renew my visa. And then I saw a bunch of people who speaks Arabic, like Uh a lot of Arabic. I I really surprised. So I told the manager there, well, you seem guys like you are struggling with uh, like communication. I could help. I could could, could translate if you want. Then at at first I said, no, no, we don't need. People are coming to translate. And then, okay, if you need, you can call. (laughs) Then a week later, actually, they called me and then, okay, can you come and translate for us Mm. at the immigration? And then I said, okay, yeah, of course. So I went there, like work at the coffee shop, finish, go to the immigration, finish, uh, go to my uh, studying for the nationality because I had to Mm. get like the, the test. Like yeah, a tests or something. So it was really busy time at that time. So after I finished my study, go home. Um, I mean, like continue with the with my like my homework stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other day, like every day is same. So one day they told me, "Can you volunteer at the immigration?" And then I said, "Yeah, why not?" They're, okay, but you you volunteer, but not at the immigration. We will take you to somewhere else. <laughs> To volunteer, but the volunteering would be for us, like for the immigration. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you're like the immigration person at this whole other organization. Yeah. So yeah. if someone yeah. volunteer at the immigration, they record everything on you. Like you are volunteer, how many ta- how many hours, how yeah. many yeah. points you have. Yeah. So for this kind of volunteer, usually at the when interrogation, the information who always people stop at the information tell you what to do, which visa you should go, which uh, which window you should go. Uh, but for me, not here, other way, other way. So they took me to Naomi Center, actually. Okay, so that was your first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they took me to Naomi Center to say, okay, these people are, like, uh, working for the church. Mm. They are going to help us with the Yemenis uh, people. A lot of Yemenis will go there. So please help them. Every day, three hours. So Jesus. I started... Well, yeah, that's so a volunteer job. But they tell you how many hours you have to do it a day. Wow. Yeah, so don't don't do more. Don't do less. Like uh-huh. three hours. Yeah, just uh, yeah. It, actually, it was like a really short time for the like for this a lot of people, like four or five hundred people. 
Right. Come to the Naomi's era at that time. So intense. It was so intense. Well, and yeah. I should note, I want to note that not only for our listeners, not only was Yanni doing all of this work, but you also were the liaison because the foreigners at one point had stepped in and were arranging our own volunteer right, yeah. and our own thing. So you, not only were you doing all these things separately, uh, but you were yeah. also like the translator and the one of the main communities there was like three of you guys that was like the man main translator between the foreigners on the islands and then all right. the Yemeni refugees. So it was nonstop. <laughs> People were sending you messages like, you know, at two in the morning, like, Hey, can you, we just need to ask how this pregnant woman is. And you remember, know, so we were yeah. just like, we were just flooding you. I don't know how you made it through that time period. How intense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had at, no at idea first... you would. Yeah. I had no idea you yeah. were doing all that other stuff on top of all the work you were doing with us, the foreigners. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, like it's, it's really, it's, it wasn't easy actually to, to no. like keep like a lot of numbers. You got a lot of numbers. You don't know whose number for yep. like 500 yep. people knows me, but I, can, I cannot remember like who is who. <laughs> oh, that's time. Crazy. Is crazy. there one moment or one situation or one person that you helped out that stands out? Um, yeah, well, there's, there's a like, very successful story. I, I'm proud of, like, we did, like, me and Naomi Sander, there's, there's like, a kids, actually, yeah. Um, yeah. who lost their parents. Um, like, they're, like, really young kids. I mean, they're, like, first grade now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost their mom, and then their dad had to leave Korea for, like, um, official stuff. So they had to stay alone. So we took them to the center. We gave them house at the top of the center, like a first floor. Mm-hmm. And then they now they are like, uh, like they completely changed. I mean, they they are Korean right now. I mean, they even prefer speaking Korean than Arabic. And mm-hmm. I usually don't speak Arabic with them. And then they really study like very hard. They are very good at the school. Um, their so they've got, adapted. Yeah, they oh, they got amazing. very used to the to the like life here, and yeah. then I, for my opinion, I mean they, the life they are living now, they are more stable than the other Yemenis. Like for this short time, and sure. yeah, I'm really proud of that, and Good. I'm really happy for them, and for Naomi Center, I mean this is like a church uh, center, mm-hmm. so. Um, at first, like for me, uh, I like I came from a Muslim country. Mm-hmm. At first, like I was worried, oh, this center will like uh, say something about the religion. Right. The good thing that they never say anything. They never force anyone. They like I not because I'm working with them. I mean, I've been with them for three years, and um, they never say anything about religions. They really good people, and um, yeah. It's really, it was a blessing to have them involved with the Yemeni and the amount of work they, they did was unbelievable. I mean, in the long run, what ended up happening is all the foreigners were taking steps back because it, it wasn't sustainable that we were helping and we really right, just yeah, dropped yeah. it all on the laps of the nun. What is her name? Uh, Christina. Yes, Christina. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. we just we were just we dropped it all on their laps, and so they really ended up taking care of you know taking the brunt of yeah, the organization. She, I mean, it's been amazing. She really like she really worked hard. Like, uh, oh, what a I woman! What admit, a woman! She really like very strong woman. She went. She find houses. She find the jobs. I mean, everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like 
um, like, like uh, she's still, I mean, like she's still foreigner, same as us. I mean, yep, yeah. But she she can do more, more work than me. She's amazing. She just has a heart of gold. And, I, you know, because yeah. I think a lot of the foreigners were, it's funny, not funny, it's interesting that you brought up the religion part, because when Naomi Center had uh, first entered the picture with the Yemenis, really, it was only mm. foreigners that were helping. Um, this is before yeah. immigration had stepped in, you know, before the government. And then we were hearing noise and talk about the nun and about this center. Mm. And for most of the foreigners here, we were all like, mm, no, no, we, you know, like, yeah, apprehensive these are, about it. These are Muslim, yeah, 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 very apprehensive. These are, you know, Muslim religion. We, you know, we don't want anything shoved down anybody's throat. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we just, and, um, and it just ended up working out so well. I mean, cause it was a concern that was being talked about and she just, she's something special that yeah, it's a yeah, really, yeah. it's a really special place. Yeah, so after like after she did all that job, I mean, uh. the immigration got her like a very good uh, present. They got her the green card, actually. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Hey, that's awesome. She, okay. she worked very hard, yeah. She did, she did. So uh, let's talk about the center a little bit. What is the main goal of the center these days? Well, for uh, these days, yeah. So... Like the center is working like for every term, like for every term of time of time, it's like depends on how many foreigners they come to the island or how, mm -hmm. what's the situation. But recently, there's no new foreigners come oh. to the coronavirus. COVID. No, no, COVID, yeah. yeah, no, no international line. So yeah. the yeah. main the main goal right now is um, to help the people who are still here. Okay. Got the got like stable job stable house and then mm -hmm. live normal life mm -hmm. that's it's, the main uh, it's uh, interesting like goal that right now you mentioned yeah. before the yemenis came three years ago that the the main job or the main focus of the um the center was uh women who married two Korean men? Is that right. correct? From mixed the, uh, families. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, I mean, before, yeah. The words just—I lost all my vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> international marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. International marriage. Right. So, um, and that was the main <laughs> thing before, right? Oh, hey, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Aurora. I'm busy right now, sweetie. We'll be back in a minute. So we uh, th that was the issue before, and then the Yemenis came on the island, and then kind of switched focus. Then after that, right. what? How did the center change? How did that all affect what the 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 center did? Yeah, so as I told you before, only was the manager and the non work at the center, right? Like before Yemeni. So after right. the Yemenis came, we became six people actually at the center right now. Oh, wow. Right. Okay, and so still, main, still six people. Yeah, still, still we are six. Okay. And the the father, the like. The father, our the so father, who is mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the priest, yeah, sorry, mm -hmm. who no, no. The, the father uh, with the father, we are seven now, actually. Oh, so the, okay. the priest and the manager, and then the nun, three nuns, mm -hmm. and then me, another worker, like normal okay. workers too. Okay. So like now, everyone, everyone has the part for the job. For me, I am, I am like, I got the refugee project, like everything mm. connected to refugee, it comes to mm. me. For mm -hmm. the kids, there's there's the teacher for the kids. Like we have now, we have like 14 kids come to the center, play, oh, wow. study, wow, the school. Yeah, uh, there's not only from Yemen. There's from India, 
There's okay. from Sudan. Mm. Uh, we How used to cool. have from Bangladesh. Yeah. So it's a true international like, school. Yeah, I mean it's really fun actually. You see yeah. the people like uh, many kinds of people speaking yeah. Korean. Like it's yeah. really cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. your job is to coordinate services for yeah. any refugee in 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 Jeju. Okay. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. how rewarding! How amazing your story from being a refugee yourself to now being able to help others. What an amazing yeah. uh, story this is. I think is. that's that's the reason they choose. I mean, like yes. I have I yes. have the experience. Uh, I know. Mm -hmm. How this people emotionally, feel, so. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I'm curious. In your time at the uh, the center, have you noticed any changes in immigration needs on Jeju? Uh, well, the immigration is uh, really um, like they are they are working with us like very closely. Actually, huh. if we need something, we contact them. They give us all the information, and and they they get our help for like many times. Like mm -hmm. sometimes they don't have place to keep like uh women's so they contact oh. us to keep like uh, like people for a while before they leave to host um, them yeah. yeah 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 or like uh, some some people who doesn't have a house and they cannot keep them at the immigration because this... it's not house actually it's like they say that they say like security center or something it's kind of jail inside yes. so they they yeah. they ask yeah. us to keep like people Many times, I mean, for like the opposite side, we if we need something from the immigration, we can ask. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, and they are really helpful recently. Amazing to hear that. It's nice to hear that, anyways. That things have yeah, changed, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know Daryl is probably itching to ask you uh, some statistics, right? Mm -hmm. Aren't you, oh, Daryl? Sure, yeah. Statistics man. Yeah, no, I'm just curious. I mean, like about because I, I think a lot of Western foreigners think that they may be the majority on the island or right. the, we are i would think at least to us most visible uh, uh, very okay. visible to others so yeah. i'm curious like who are the immigrants that are on jeju how many are there and where are they from yeah so uh before we talk about that i'm gonna add something about the last question you asked about uh, sure. like a, sure. so uh like i was about to say it's actually connected to the connected to this question. Mm -hmm. um, recently, our center focused our, up for about uh, the vaccine. Actually, oh, yeah, that would so make sense. That, do you yeah. know? Do you know? Do you know how many unregistered, undocumented foreigners That's... who live in Jeju? Ooh. No. Okay, let's. No, I, so, I'm gonna guess it's, it's higher than we think. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna huh? say. Okay, you do you want to? I don't. I don't know if I want to guess or play. No, game no. I think yeah, it's probably it's, higher uh, than yeah. we think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, twelve thousand. Wow. Well, wow. People undocumented. You think that's it? I was, I was thinking five. I was thinking in the five thousand range. I was thinking twenty-five. Twenty-five. Jeez, Daryl. So twelve thousand undocumented. Twelve thousand. Yeah. And they all need the vaccine right now. Of course, of course they do. So the main, the main, the, the biggest, the busiest day, like this day, is about the vaccine. We took, like, they come to the center. They are afraid to go to the health center to get the vaccine. Absolutely, they and, are, sure. And the immigration actually promised us that they are not going to do anything. Right. But still, they are, they cannot, like, they are afraid still. So no, they come there's to the a, center, a healthy fear, yeah. They, they give us a bunch of, bunches of passwords. Like a box of passwords, <laughs> so uh, so then Christina take the passport, go to the Puunso uh, health center, yeah, register their names, and then she took them by car, wow. vaccinate, 
Take them wow. back. So every day you are doing that right now. So, every that's your main mission right now. Uh, for me, yeah, I I help her, yeah. but she is doing all the job. That's I her mean, thing. The, the I mean, that's center, like, like the center's mission. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now is the mission is the vaccine. Every undocumented. Good for uh, you guys. Good. Yeah. Good. For documented people, it's like uh, around uh, twenty-one thousand something. Twenty-one thousand. Oh. Yeah. And what are the what are the highest what are the highest country numbers like? Who's um, the main? Uh, well, the highest is uh, I think it's Chinese. Chinese. That makes Chinese, sense. Chinese, and then Vietnam. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. well, yeah. I have. Vietnam. It is really interesting seeing some of the Vietnamese um, uh, people come over, especially the women. There's a lot more really delicious food on this island yeah. uh, since they yeah. since they've started uh, moving here for various reasons. Yeah. Do you yeah. have like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a breakdown of like who these people are or how they came here or anything like that? Or is it just like our marriage, right? I would assume that many no, like many would of be them migrant wives. So I thought like migrant mostly, wives, yeah. Mostly, yeah, mostly I told you, mostly undocumented. Yes. And, okay. Uh, because okay. like married people don't come very much to the center because their mm-hmm. their wife or their husband they will they do have, all the job. Yeah. Right. So they, they have, have the different yeah. they need. And they have the, the support from the government, actually. They have, mm. like, everything. So mostly undocumented people who come to the office, to the mm-hmm. Nomi Center. Um, yeah, so recently, like, a lot of, from, a lot of people from Thailand uh, and from Vietnam, like, this oh, is the okay. two most countries who come and for the vaccine right now. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. interesting. So how many, yeah. how, many, how many Chinese people are immigrants are on the island, does it say? Do you know? <laughs> Um, we have around nine nine thousand. So they account for almost half of all the uh, documented immigrants on Jeju. Uh, uh, for undocumented, you are asking. No, for no, for document, for documented, uh, for documented, they account yeah, for yeah. almost half. What and, wow. and yeah, and then you said the next one was people from Thailand. At how many? Vietnam. Uh, Vietnam, Vietnam. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're from for Vietnam. It's around uh, three thousand five hundred people. Wow, that's okay. quite a drop from nine thousand. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Okay. Interesting. And yeah, yeah. It, there's like if you go to the the immigration website, they yeah. they already they upload like every few months they upload once uh, about mm-hmm. like a, how many nationalities live here. Mm. Yeah. Fascinating. That's that is really really interesting because. Um, I do. I have a. Go ahead. No, no. Continue. I was just going to make comment. No, please, because I'm going to change the subject. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just. It's. There are a lot of undocumented, like you said, and also documented people from other places that you you just don't see because they're not in the cities necessarily. They're doing the the farming, the the, Mm -hmm. The fisheries. Yeah. What are the types of jobs that undocumented people are trying have on Jeju? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, undocumented people are taking, like, most of the job for, like, most of, of the focus uh, at Naomi Center mm-hmm. because without these people, Jeju will stop. Actually. Right, right. Yeah. Like you cannot most imagine, countries, honestly. You cannot imagine, yeah, how much work they are doing, and they are unseen. I mean, nobody see them. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, what are they doing? I mean, what work are they doing? Well, mostly fishing. Fishing, farming, fish. Uh, fish farming, uh, like uh, mm-hmm. like normal farming, like mm-hmm. everything, everything that Manual labor. people don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, undocumented people, and they they got like really small pay for it, and 
you i mean i hear a lot of sad stories actually and i bet yeah but yeah as i told you without these people jeju will stop i'm sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I know uh, 100%. Of cases of like people in Jungmoon living in a tiny house that all of a sudden they just disappear because they're, they're they gone. are un- undocumented, but they're also being exploited, right? Like that's the fear of undocumented people is getting exploited at right, yeah. their places of work, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, you know, because they can't report the abuse, they can't, you know, the uh, the overworking, mm-hmm. the over hours, the, right. the horrible mm-hmm. conditions. Um, so every so often, you know, you'll yeah, see like the so, major news report breaking Korea about, mm, you know, right. a death on a farm and, and then they'll take the video cameras I in know. and you'll go see the housing and it's just, it's shocking. Mm. But yeah. this country, much like every other first world country, yeah. exploits and uh, yeah. uses to the advantage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the good thing that the immigration don't go and got and like catch these people on purpose without uh, someone like uh, if someone report. Gotcha. Without report, they like they are. This is like very good. I think they changed like uh, two years ago. Oh, uh, they never they stop go to and catch people without report. Like if someone report, okay. they will go because they had to. Hands otherwise off. they okay. don't. Yeah. Otherwise okay. they don't do anything. Do you think that started stemming just from the amount of Yemenis that were here that they had to take a hands off approach I, or? I'm not sure. I cannot say yes. I yeah, don't it's know hard what's to happen. Yeah. yeah. At that it's time, it's like different. Yeah. Yeah, well, they could loosen up immigration rules, and that would make uh, things a little bit easier uh, right. because yes. that's a big that's problem on whole other subject. So yeah. you were gonna ch- we only have a couple minutes left. So what were you All going right. to change the subject to? Yeah, perfect. This is a perfect ending question. Is uh, you know I the foreigner community was so involved with the Yemenis, and we you know really came together, raised a lot of money, you know a lot of um, goods and clothing and food. These days, if someone wanted to donate, is Naomi Center a place that? accepts donations is it monetary is it clothing i mean what what can foreigners um, and and koreans do to help naomi center uh well for donations like we got a lot of from uh, like a lot of donations from the church like from the people who attend to the church okay uh, okay clothes i mean i think there's like there is companies who support the clothes like every winter okay uh, for blankets i mean we have enough Okay. I mean, like normal donation will be good. <laughs> monetary, monetary would be the best yeah. way to sell. Yeah. How would be they? How would people get get it to you though, if they need uh, to, if they wanted to? I mean, there's like an application. You come and write it, and then mm. everything will be automatically. I think I'm I'm not uh, I'm not like connected with this stuff. Sure. But there's the, the office manager is managing everything about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps uh, after this interview, perhaps um, Yanu, we could find out a way to so we can put like a little blurb. Yeah. Perhaps you can update us after the interview and give mm. us a, sure. a, a link or something that if yeah. people were so inclined to offer, we can connect sure. them to that. Yeah, that no. would be great. Yeah. And such a pleasure. Been... Such a pleasure. This interview has yeah. been so great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much. I, for wish, being I with wish us. we had like more time. I mean, there's like many things to talk about actually. Oh, really? So Maybe many things. <laughs> well, we'd, we'd love we to have you back have you, on. Exactly. We could yes. have you back on again. Not <laughs> yeah, the, sure. Uh, there's there's no limit to that. We could thank you, but this okay, has been really interesting. <laughs> and I'm definitely gonna get yeah. those st- statistic numbers from you, so we can do something with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I can send you some. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and, and meeting with us. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So yeah.
See you on YouTube. I'm gonna watch. Go watch myself. <laughs> excellent, <laughs> excellent. Winning. That's a winning advertisement. Okay. And that's been another episode of Me, You, and Jeju. Thank you all so much for listening to support. In the last couple months, I've been doing this has been fantastic, and we hope to have like more contests and more stuff to like show our appreciation in the future. And please, you know, if you haven't already, we'd really love it if you could like subscribe to our channel on Google, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts can be found, and make sure to check out our Instagram page where we post. Interesting facts a couple times a week about Jeju and pictures, and you know, keep you updated about what's going on. Now, our music this week and every week is by Jason Lisko, arts by Sarah Hodgkiss, my co host is Alexis Joy, and I'm Daryl Coot. But finishing off the podcast this week is Jeju musician Yang Jung Wan and his song Don Mori Iram Nor E Hamang Nor Ge, or Let's Play the Animal Game Song. <laughs>